welcome to A Book A Week, the podcast. I'm your host, Molly. Thanks for joining me today. So this is episode 17. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I say the same thing at the beginning of each episode, but I do it because I hope it's helpful. So this podcast um, is short and sweet, normally about 15 to 20 minutes in length, and I give uh, quick little book reviews, book recommendations of books that can be read in a week's time. I also try to post an episode a week, but really, if that were the case, then this uh, podcast would be called A Book Every Other Week or A Book a Month Podcast because um, it's a really hard thing to do to read on a regular basis. Um, I find that it's easier when I have a funnel of books already uh, here for me, but I really don't get out to like the library or local bookstores as often as I, I would or um, should um, if I was able to. So um, yeah, I, I'm trying to do my best and read um, uh, regularly, uh, but you know, life life is, is tricky, life is busy, and um, you know, you got to make the most of your time, like if you want to read. Uh, you just have to set aside a little bit of time each week uh, to do it. Or, you know, you could read daily as well um, if you have the time. So just read um, at whatever pace works for you. But uh, at the end of the day, it's great to make it a habit, make it a hobby. And that's the whole point of this podcast. So that's my little ramble on reading. This is Since this is episode 17, uh, I'm excited to share that this podcast is now six months old, so we have survived uh, 16 so far episodes together, and I'm excited. I'm hoping to be able to keep it up, at least for the foreseeable future, uh, continue to uh, listen to the episodes, and give me any feedback if you have any. I have a website, a bookweekpodcast.com. A Twitter account at Bookweek Podcast and a Gmail, a Book a Week Podcast at gmail.com. And since it's our six month anniversary, if you're listening, um, all you have to do is either shoot me an email or tweet at Bookweek Podcast using the info I just gave you. And if you contact me, I will give you a free t shirt. Um, we have uh, Book a Week Podcast t shirts now made in um, mediums and larges, so contact me uh, while supplies last. I'll give you a free t-shirt, free of charge. So this will be a test to see um, who's listening out there at episode 17. And stay tuned, because I'm hoping to be able to do more giveaways, more merch in the future. I think that that would be a lot of fun. And uh, only have big plans to scale the rest of the podcast. So um, thanks for listening, Um, and this week, I decided to focus on Big Little Eyes. Big Little Eyes, in case you're an HBO fan or have been keeping up with any kind of pop culture news, was recently a very successful limited series show starring Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and Shailene Woodley. It is a limited series show about three moms who live in Monterey, California. They are all For the most part, it's a very wealthy community, and it has to do with um, the framing device of the show 
is at the beginning. Uh, you're told that someone has been murdered on the night of a school fundraiser. Uh, the theme of the fundraiser is Elvis Presley and Audrey Hepburn, and someone has met their untimely demise, and through a number of police interviews of pe other people in the community, uh, you find out this, the kind of path that these characters have taken over the course of the school year. All of their children go to school together, I believe it's the um, first grade together, at this uh, very good public school and tensions break out between the mothers as they bicker and argue and it mostly has to do with the first day of school orientation day one of the daughters uh, first graders Amabella Klein is choked although they don't show anything uh, Amabella shows that she has red marks on her neck and she points to uh, the new kid, Ziggy Chapman, saying that it was him. Ziggy says it's not. Uh, Ziggy's mom, Jane, obviously doesn't think that her son has done it. Renata Klein, Amabella's mom, thinks that Ziggy did. They begin, uh, they kind of become enemies uh, then and there. And the rest of the moms pick sides. So it is... A very interesting show, and I didn't give the, the plot a synopsis, but what's interesting is the limited series just wrapped, and it was actually incredibly faithful to the book. It followed it really well, and as someone who read the book, I kind of knew where the show was going to go before it ended. That part was really interesting. So a little bit of background about the book. The um, book came out in 2014 by Leanne Moriarty. Uh, it had pretty uh, great reception. Um, the New York Times wrote, a seemingly fluffy book suddenly touches base with vicious reality in ways that make it big little lies even more staying power than the husband's secret. Um, other reviewers you know, said that it, it was uh, powerful, gave it an A plus, and that it was a you know, a surprising book. It had half to it. So it's, uh, I wouldn't have ever thought to adapt it to this kind of limited series. But I think HBO and the producers did a really great job in terms of casting, in terms of uh, depicting this book rich with details, and, you know, creating a convincing community in Monterey, California. Even though there are only seven episodes, each about an hour in length, you got a really good idea of who each character was, uh, their motivations. Um, there wasn't necessarily black and white, like, oh, this person's good, this person's bad. Everyone is flawed in their own way. Everyone has their own lie, hence the title, or secret background, and... It's uh, a good exploration to these different characters, whereas you think a mommy drama or something like that may not be the most interesting. You know, the moms are flawed. The moms aren't perfect role models. Some are working. Some are stay-at-home. Some are part-time. They're all kind of different in their own way. So it was definitely... Um, a, uh, a book worth reading and I really enjoyed the HBO limited series. Now I'm going to begin 
kind of mentioning some spoilers because it's really hard to talk about this show without talking about, or in this book, without talking about a number of key things that really makes it what it is. So spoilers begin here. One of which is, um, so there are three women, Jane, Celeste, and Madeline, who are kind of like the main characters of the show. And Madeline is played by Reese Witherspoon, very bubbly, kind of the glue of the group. Um, she says that she's, a, you know, attracted or drawn to damaged individuals. And she is kind of the one with, to me, the biggest heart. Uh, Jane is the younger mom who has her son Ziggy, who just brought him to school, just moved there. But through a series of flashbacks, it's shown that Ziggy's dad is not involved. In fact, Ziggy is a product of rape. Um, very upsetting uh, that Jane was raped by a businessman who she knows by the name of Saxon Banks and has never been able to track him down. So she's worried that Ziggy has, you know, <clears throat> has violence in his DNA that may end up like his father. And... Finally, Celeste is played by Nicole Kidman. Celeste is described as beautiful, has two twin boys, Max and Josh, uh, married to a man named Perry, a successful and handsome businessman. They're seen as, you know, uh, very uh, amorous and like loving couple, but as the book and show quickly reveal, they, uh, Perry, um, abuses Celeste in a very disturbing way. Uh, he's shown to, to love her and is a, you know, from what they show, a good father, but he has his demons and he's really kind of a monster to his wife and it progresses over time um, from, you know, perhaps what could have been uh, uh, isolated or a strange incident to showing that it really uh, defines kind of the relationship that they have with each other, this passion that becomes violent and uh, is not sustainable. So it, each, each woman in the book has their own problems to overcome, like uh, Madeline had, you know, has issues with her ex-husband and his new wife, she has issues with her daughter, her teenage daughter. Um, you know, uh, trying to stay with her ex-husband. She has issues with an affair that she's had. Jane has issues because her son is being ostracized in school. You know, she herself was raped many years ago. And she does not have an easy life. And then finally Celeste, who is living a real-life nightmare by being um, abused by her seemingly loving husband. And she has no one to confide in. She herself doesn't even realize the severity of the issue until she begins going to a counselor and realizing that uh, she's gonna have to leave Perry. So, um, knowing these things, it probably sounds obvious that, again, another spoiler, that uh, things come to a climax the night of the fundraiser, you know, when someone gets murdered, and uh, thankfully, and I mean, it's really the only way this book could go, um, Perry is the one who meets his demise. Um, he, uh, Celeste tries leaving Perry the night of the fundraiser. 
Jane sees Perry, realizes that he is the father of Ziggy. He's the one that raped her all those years ago. She's horrified. And um, Perry begins attacking uh, Celeste um, in front of in front of everyone. Um, and uh, it is ultimately the... Um, when that happens, uh, Bonnie, who is another character, she's the new wife of Marilyn's ex-husband and, you know, is this, like, young kind of zen woman actually comes up and is the one who pushes, like, Perry off of this balcony um, when she sees it happen and it turns out that Bonnie had an abusive father and that she was triggered by seeing Perry attack Celeste. So, um, that, like, in the book, though, uh, so Bonnie, um, you know, takes the blame for, uh, pushing Perry, even though he was attacking his wife. She's sentenced to community service. Um, Celeste, which is shown earlier in the book, gave up her career for Perry, even though she's a successful lawyer. And, uh, once he dies, she goes back to work, um begins uh or begins uh, working in a, a law firm again and talks about her abusive um former husband saying that uh, domestic violence can happen to anyone and gives you know it, the book ultimately ends on a message of hope that she's able to get out of that situation and it shows like a more realistic perspective of domestic violence which i think you know is an important uh issue that the novel addresses. So the <clears throat> the limited series kind of faithfully follows this. Uh, there are a few like other details, like there are extra children that the women have that aren't really um, included as much. And then uh, the ending of Big Little Lies, yes, Perry dies and buys the woman that pushes him, but uh, they don't really show that um, Celeste goes back to work or anything. He, um, so, you know, Celeste and the other woman instead are just shown to be bonding on the beach, like having a picnic with their children. They're bonding over this, this secret that they have that uh, Bonnie was the one that pushed him instead of Perry falling to his death. So on the whole, though, I mean, very similar. And I had a feeling watching the limited series of Perry's was, of course, going to be the one to die. He was going to that he is Jane Chapman's, um, you know, the, the man, the Saxon Banks that she was looking for, and that means that he is also Ziggy's father. And that Ziggy, Max, and Josh are all um, half-brothers. So, very interesting concept. You know, it's, it's neat to read a book like this where there's murder and suspense, but also deals with, like, real-life issues and a, you know, and it features a group of, relatable, um, complicated, and flawed women. Definitely interesting. Uh, the book, I will say, even though this is a book a week of the podcast, I'm going to be honest and say, like, it's a bit of a longer book. It's thicker. It took me a while to get through, to be honest. It probably took me, like, a week and a half. I read it at the same time as a couple other books. But it is worth your time. Just... Uh, and luckily, once once you get hooked, you want to learn more. You want to get through it. 
and it's very well written. I want to read more by this author. This is the first book of hers that I've read. And uh, what got me into it was actually the limited series. So watch that as well because you will not be disappointed by the performances, especially uh, Nicole Kidman's. I think everyone did a really uh, knockout job with the limited series. So this has been episode 17. As usual, contact me, tweet me, email me, visit the site for any additional info. Contact, uh, email me, tweet me for a free t-shirt. Act now, will supplies last. And I'll be back soon with episode 18 of the podcast. And, of course, if I had to write this book out of a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give this book a solid 8. I think it really holds its own. It's interesting. It's different. I've never read anything like it. And uh, I, it got me thinking after the fact. I, I like it when you know books make me think. I want to learn more about the community. and I just really enjoyed it overall. Um, so I hope you'll join me for the next episode. Let's reconnect with reading. I'll see you next time.